This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby's on vacation. She returns later in the week. Great to be here with you over the noon hour as we talk about causes worth fighting back over. Maybe you think it's worth fighting for Ontario Place and the Ontario Cinesphere. I was just over the commercial break thinking back to the times as a young woman going to Ontario Place when it was still sort of the place to go. Uh, it was still state-of-the-art back in the 80s for sure. Uh, the concerts we used to see, I remember seeing Tony Bennett there before he became a huge sensation. The Commodores, remember the the circular stage, the the stage that um, went around in circles. Um, you know, the Cinesphere was just so uh, technology uh, technologically advanced when we were kids, and it's all kind of fallen into disarray and disrepair, left over uh, an icon of of a different era. So, what do we do with that space? I want to hear about your memories of Ontario Place, what you think we should do with it. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. One of the questions as well is whether it should be deemed an historic property. There is a move underway at Toronto City Council for a potential vote on that question in mid-May. This recommendation comes in a new report as the provincial PCs at Queen's Park prepare to begin soliciting ideas for redevelopment of the site. Once upon a time, back in 1971, Ontario Place was a state-of-the-art public park, and since then, it's decaying quickly. The only the only positives around there are the new William G. Davis Trail, which certainly provides for a lovely stroll along the lake, and movies are still being shown in the Cinesphere. Again, your memories and what you think should be done with Ontario Place, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. Joining us is Cindy Wilkie, a lawyer and vice chair for the advocacy group Waterfront for All. Cindy, thanks for being here with us on Zoomer Radio. Oh, thanks very much for having me. I'll put that question to you as well. What should be done with the land at Ontario Place and the Cinesphere? Well, first of all, I'd like to just correct a, a misapprehension that is uh, racing around, and it's been fueled by the uh, minister in charge of the, the revitalization, and that is there is still a lot going on on Ontario Place. And as a matter of fact, we're already Ontario Place is already in the middle of a multi-million dollar um, revitalization process. So you mentioned the William G. Davis Trail. There's also Trillium Park, which is, we spent about $20 million plus on those two things. Cinesphere has been completely refurbished and is busy, sold out, uh, um, showing sold out movies. Um, and there's a, a, a marina, a very popular marina there that, uh, that uh, births more than 100 boats. So last year, 1.4 million people used, uh, visited Ontario Place, and that's not counting the Budweiser stage, which replaced the, the forum that you talked about with the re- revolving mm-hmm. uh, stage, um, and it doesn't count people going to Echo Beach. So 
So actually, it's it's really not correct to say that that you know Ontario Place has fallen into disrepair. As a matter of fact, it's on an upswing right now. One point four million visitors is is half of 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 what Ontario Place saw at its absolute peak. Well, you know, I reason I, I re, I'm talking about Ontario Place in the way that I am is because my husband and I were down there as recently as last summer. And I, I tell you, and I appreciate your enthusiasm for what is still good and what is being refurbished. But when you walk through what used to be the water park and, and the various park areas, it's sad. I, I mean, I yeah. have to, like there's a lot that needs to be done as much as I appreciate that uh, the Trillium Park and the William G. Davis trail and the Sinisphere, you know, I appreciate all of that, but it is not what it was. It's a ghost town, basically, all, you know, what, where the water park was and where the where our kids used to run around. Yeah, the children's village, it was very sad. And that, um, um, uh, speaking to one of the former general managers there, it was really the closing of the children's village that, uh, that kind of killed that, uh, uh, stalled uh, uh, Ontario Place. So, so you asked me, what, what's to be done there? Yes. Well, well I, I mentioned, you know, how active it is right now, because Ontario Place is a very important part of our waterfront park system. And so that needs to be one of the number one priorities, is ensuring that that, that place um, as, as a resource for uh, all Torontonians, and particularly the new neighbourhoods growing up north of Ontario Place, so... Liberty Village, um, City Place, and the uh, intensification of Parkdale. Those people depend on need parkland, and Ontario Place is is their uh, immediate uh, part of the waterfront. And then all of us use, uh, you know, are looking at the redevelopment of the waterfront and seeing how great it can be to have access directly to the water. Uh, the the organization Swim Drink Fish has pointed out that. Ontario Place has some of the cleanest water across the waterfront, so it could be a big swimming hole. They would like to see, for instance, a swimming and diving pier built off of the, the, at the waterfront at Ontario Place, which I think is a spectacular idea. We don't have enough places to launch kayaks, um, canoes, uh, you know, for paddle boarding. You know, so that, that's, that's one of the number one priorities. Okay. The other, of course, are the iconic parts of the, the, the buildings and the, the landscape, the pods, the sinosphere, the, the, the actual um, contours of the land. These are all part of the, the heritage uh, designation process that is very important. These have been internationally recognized over a number of years. Okay, I, Cindy, our time, I want to, I do want to get to some other questions sure. for you and some, and yeah. I want to talk to, uh, talk about uh, the vision that the city has versus the vision that the province has and whether they're in tandem. First, I want to hear what uh, Mary in Toronto thinks we should do with Ontario Place. Uh, Jane, I think it should go back to what it was in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> You had lots of space to walk around uh-huh. casually with your family or your friends. You could sit down at a little cafe and have a beverage by the water. It was so it was so serene and and restful. It was. And they built those pods, whatever they're for. I've never been in one, but they just looked god awful, and they took up a lot of space. And uh, you know, the, it's bad enough that they're building buildings encroaching on our waterfront, but you know when you have a, an island like that where you. You have access to the water, then they screw it up again. 
And I think the prices do. I don't know. They went up to the point where I think families couldn't afford to go anymore. Okay, Mary, thank you for your memories and and your thoughts. Cindy, What? so what is happening here? Give us an idea of what the City of Toronto staff ver- wants versus what uh, the provincial staff wants for the vision of Ontario Place moving forward. Yeah, I don't think it's a... Uh, the uh, provincial staff, but the the premier and yes. the minister have announced that they're going to uh, basically put Ontario Place uh, uh, out for an RFP to the private sector to develop some kind of a big attraction. And in doing that, they have not um, committed to preserving any part of it. So they won't preserve necessarily Trillium Park. They won't preserve Sinsphere. It's wide open for whoever wants to come forward and develop some mega something or rather there. Uh, so the city, now that's in spite of the fact that the province itself in 2014 recognized the heritage value of Ontario Place in a provincial statement of cultural heritage value and put it on the uh, provincial registry of heritage places as, as a, a, an asset of provincial interest. So that seems to have just been shunted aside. As a matter of fact, literally, the province took that statement off the provincial website as it announced that this, you know, that it was about to to um, hand it over to the public sector to do something. Why should we keep the Ontario uh, Cinesphere other than that it is 70 years or 50 years old almost? Well, it's been internationally recognized as a uh, as a, an example, a very rare example of, of modernist uh, integrated architecture, engineering, and landscape. The Cinesphere itself is, I don't know whether people realize, but IMAX films were invented in Canada, and the Cinesphere is the first place that they were shown in the world. Right. And so it's still showing IMAX films, and it's a beautiful building. As a matter of fact, the, the province still uses an image of the Cinesphere lit up at night as a, as a key, you know, image on its website. So it's, it, it, it's a brand for Ontario, in addition to the fact that people still love coming to see movies there. So while we go through this process and, and wait to see what kind of concepts come up for the future of Ontario Place, what can we do as individual residents of this province uh, in voicing our own opinions about h- how we see the future? Well, the province has invited people to to email them through at the ministry uh, website. That's the Ministry of, uh, uh, of uh, Tourism, Culture and Sport. Um, to give them, tell them what they would like to see. Um, I am active in an organization that has sprung up called Ontario Place for All, um, and we're um, asking people to sign up with us and tell us what they think, and we're, you know, we're making representation to the province and the city about this. And where can we do that? Um, at a website. It's just called Ontario Place for All. Very good. .com. Okay. And the City of Toronto is holding, a, uh, the Toronto East uh, York and Community Council is holding a meeting on April 24th. There's a staff report. This is separate from the, the heritage designation um, recommendation. The, the, the uh, Toronto and East York Community Council will be getting a staff report from a subcommittee on Ontario Place that makes a bunch of recommendations about how the city should move forward. Cindy, i got to let you go. i got to let you go. It's 1 o'clock. It's news time. But I appreciate the conversation, and we will talk again. 
Great. Thanks very much. Cindy Wilkie, lawyer and and vice chair of the advocacy group Waterfront for All, Ontario Place for All. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.